Welcome to Sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Rev. Dr. Matthew Richard. Holy Gospel according to St. John, the third chapter. Now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered him, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear its sound, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the spirit. Nicodemus said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered him, Are you the teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? Truly, truly, I say to you, we speak of what we know and bear witness to what we have seen, but you do not receive our testimony. For if I have told you earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except he who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. My friends, I do not have to try and convince you that the world takes from you. Yes, this world that you live in does not give but takes. From your earliest days, toys are stolen by pesky neighbor kids. Later on in grade school, lunch money is taken by school bullies. In junior high, the gossip of mean girls trashes good reputations. And even after graduation, when you think it's all over, well, college takes your money, jobs take your time, the government takes your tax money. Always taking no giving. 
And let us not forget the more subtle things that are taken from you on a daily basis. The elements of the weather, they take from you as well. Hail and rain wear out shingles. Salt on roads rust out cars. Ice cracks driveways. And the sun, well, it makes paint flake off of houses. Again, no giving, just taking. There are also many more ways that the world takes from you as well. Ways that hurt quite profoundly and deeply. I'm talking about the kind of taking that emotionally scars and wounds deeply. For example, con artists call pretending to want to give you money, but in the end they scam you out of hundreds of dollars without even knowing it. Divorce takes a marriage away, destroying security and love for children. Evil and cowardly men, known as sexual predators, they stalk women to take advantage of them with force, taking away a woman's trust. The list of taking from you is endless. Reckless driving under the influence takes life through car crashes. Abortion takes life away in the womb. Adultery takes away love from a spouse. Cancer it takes moms away from families. Strokes, they take away independence from elderly persons. Depression takes away joy. And on and on and on. Life under this sun takes This world does not give. No wonder why bitterness and fear and mistrust are so common in this life. I'm reminded of an elderly lady that I once knew. She was challenging to be around. She had a scowl on her face every single day. It's quite frightening at times. Nothing was ever right for her. No one was ever good enough, and bitterness poured off of her whenever she went out and about. At my young age, I felt a great deal of anger towards her because she was a very miserable person. Every joke told to her was met with an evil eye. Every act of kindness done by others was never good enough for her. Every word that she said spewed forth disgust. But what I did not understand was that her bitterness and her harsh behavior was a result, an outward display, if you will, of a great, of a very great inner anger. You see, the world had taken from her. The world stripped her of her security. Death took her loved ones. And she was left feeling abandoned with hurt and anger, and a sinful heart to boot. Now, dear friends, before we condemn this lady too quickly and position ourselves in the category as giver, let it be said that you and I are not givers. Because of our sinful nature, we are takers in life like the rest of the world. We want what we want, and we want it right now. And left unchecked, well... We take, well, the taking's good. And when called out, well, we think of ways to justify our taking. But deep down, no justification can excuse you and me from the fact that our hearts cry out, gimme, 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 I need, I need, 
I need. Things are only made worse, though. When others take from us, that is to say, when we are constantly bombarded by the world taking from us, it is easy to be driven to bitterness and fear and mistrust. And when this happens, we become even more toxic as we mistrust ourselves, as we mistrust others, and even God. Considering all of this, it is so incredibly important for you and for me to be in this sanctuary, to be in this church, so that we can be given to, so that you can be given to. Listen to our reading from the Gospel of John one more time. Do not let these words slip through your ears. Jesus says, the Son of Man, get this, the Son of Man must, he must be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave, he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. My friends, these are profound and comforting words that tell us about this marvelous relationship that we have with God. It is a relationship, keep in mind, with God, where God is not just another taker like the rest of the world. Did you hear that? Hear that again. Our God is not just another taker like the rest of the world. God is not like the rest of the world, for he is not a taker but a giver. The devil, well, he comes to steal and destroy your faith, to strip you from all assurance, to take from you. The world takes as well, but not God. Even when you get small gifts, which are few and far between in this life, keep in mind they're nothing compared to the great gifts given by our God. Keep in mind that we often give gifts We give gifts to grease the wheels, to get stubborn people to do what we want them to do for us. We often give gifts to exploit, to get a person to keep on doing something that benefits us. We give gifts to demonstrate our power and our ego and sometimes even to humiliate others as second class. We give gifts to make ourselves feel good and we give gifts with expectations to get something in return with a string attached. We also give gifts to settle the waters in a wavy relationship. But my friends, none of these, yes, I repeat, none of these are why God gives to you and to me. You see, God gives to you and me out of a perfect love, out of a perfect love. He does not give to manipulate you. He does not give as if he has a debt to pay. He is not being twisted or schemed. No one is twisting his arm when he gives to you. But instead, God is moved to give by his love. You see, he delights. He delights to give good gifts without any conditions to you and to me. Jesus says that God gave his only son because he loved the world. But we must pause here and take a special note that this love of God is not like the love of the world that we hear so much about. The love of God is not some sort of abstract or fluffy feeling. The love of God is not some silly, pious sentiment or saying that is used to make God look good. 
As an old professor once said to me, when God said that he loved the world, he did not have a fluffy. Instead, he gave. His love made it necessary for him to give. And so God is the great giver, not mankind. There is no greater gift than Jesus being sent to sacrifice everything for those whom he loves. All the silly virtues that we hear about in our culture are empty and hollow cliches compared to the love of God. And here is why this is so important for you to hear this day, right here, right now. You and me, as image bearers of God, are recipients of a great gift. God does not give you gold or silver. He does not give you a new Mercedes-Benz. He does not give you an earthly kingdom. He does not give you money or a lollipop and a pat on the head. No, he gives you his son, Christ Jesus. And with Christ, you have the most wonderful work of which God himself is capable. Your complete and total forgiveness and life and salvation. You see, God is not stingy. He does not hold back. He gave his only son. And Jesus, the son of God, he did not come to take but to serve and give himself as a ransom for you and for me and for the entire world. But my friends, there is one thing that Christ does take from you. Indeed, there is one thing that Christ does take from you. In fact, he became the world's greatest taker when he was suspended in the air on the cross, when he took upon himself the sin of the entire world and considered it well worthwhile. That is what is so incredibly profound for you and for me to understand today. This world is a great mass of people who do nothing but take. The world has no fear or love or praise of God. The world is full of murder and adultery and stealing and betrayal and anarchy and malice. However, God draws near this bitter world as if this world were a beloved, beautiful bride. He had every reason not to give and every reason to take, but through Christ, he gives. Through Christ, he gives everything and takes all that is evil upon himself. Dear friends, do you really believe that the Father of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is gracious, that he loves you? Do you believe that Jesus gave everything for you? Or have you been blinded by fear and bitterness and unbelief? Hear this today. Hear it loud and clear. God is not your enemy through Christ. If you think that, you are wrong. God is not a taker. If you think that, you are wrong. God is not the author of bitterness. If you think that, you are wrong. The Father's necessity to love you is found in Jesus' life, death, and resurrection for you. Jesus, he speaks through the bitterness and fear and mistrust that clogs our ears and our hearts so that you and I might know his love and that this love would drive out 
fear, that it would drive out bitterness and unbelief. Jesus comes not to condemn you, but through Christ you might have God's acceptance and forgiveness, his love. And so when bitterness and fear and mistrust ensnare you, when the devil and the world take from you, look away from the world, look away from the devil and your sinful nature to the one who gives you all, Christ Jesus. Bitterness and fear and mistrust, get this, they find their end in Christ as he gives you faith. And with faith, you obtain rest and peace, and freedom, freedom to live within a new reality of giving, giving to others, not taking. The world may take, my friends. The world indeed, indeed takes. But your Lord gives. Because the Lord gives, receive his gifts of the word and sacrament and receive them often. And as you receive, receive with joy. Receive with rest and peace. Receive his gifts, baptized saints. For they are proof of God's love for you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormatrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org. The Lord bless and keep you. you.